You're listening to To Dine for the Podcast, the Shot Put Media production, presented by MasterCard. Start something priceless. What's better in life than a bottle of wine, great food, and an amazing conversation? My name is Kate Sullivan, and I am the host of To Dine For. I'm a journalist, a foodie, a traveler with an appetite for the stories of people who are hungry for more. Dreamers, visionaries, artists, those who hustle hard in the direction they love. I travel with them to their favorite restaurant to hear how they did it. This show is a toast to them and their American dream. To Dine For the Podcast is brought to you by Terlato Wine Group, Lavazza, and American National Insurance. I live in Chicago, and right about now, the leaves are falling and so are the temperatures. This makes me want to grab a glass of red, find a fire pit, and a cozy sweater. If you are looking for a wine recommendation, may I suggest the 2018 Hannah Cabernet from Sonoma County. If you prefer white wine, the 2021 Hannah Chardonnay is a great option. This female-led winery offers absolutely delicious options for your fall table. Great pairing with more savory dishes or to share a bottle with friends. Hannah Winery brings the rich and unique terroir of Sonoma County right to your home in every glass. Cheers, everyone. To Dine for the Podcast is brought to you by Lavazza. Four generations of the Lavazza family have been working to perfect the art of blending coffee since 1895 with a devotion to making coffee moments special. Signature blend Lavazza Classico, with its intensely rich flavor and sweet aromatic notes, is a celebration of the Italian way of life in every cup, and is available any way you brew your coffee. To Dine For the Podcast is brought to you by American National, offering a broad suite of insurance solutions to protect what matters most to you. For 115 years, American National has remained committed to helping people and communities make a real difference in their lives. American National supports great local community organizations led by the kind of people you hear about on To Dine For, people who are inspired to make a difference and inspire others in return. American National's philosophy is helping where it's needed helps us all. For a description of the American National companies, the products they write, and the states in which they're licensed, visit AmericanNational.com slash dine. Welcome to To Dine For, the podcast where we meet the world's most innovative and fascinating minds at their favorite restaurant. On today's episode is Jeannie Gang. A lot of times you learn about materials from breaking them. That is Jeannie Gang, one of the world's most celebrated architects with buildings and installations all over the world. Jeannie gained international attention for her Aqua Tower in Chicago, which became the tallest building in the world designed by a female architect. Called the world's most influential architect by Time magazine, Jeannie is currently a professor at Harvard, exploring how design can help create beneficial connections between people and their environments. Over the flavors of her favorite restaurant in Chicago, Brandy, Jeannie shares her journey to create memorable and impactful buildings and her vision for the future of architecture. Please enjoy my interview with Jeannie Gang. Hello, everyone. Today I'm in Chicago in the River North neighborhood. I'm on my way into a French restaurant called Brandy. I'm about to meet one of the most celebrated architects in the world. Her name is Jeannie Gang. 
Jeannie! So nice to meet you. Let me give you an Yay. elbow. Nice to see you. Thank you for doing this. I am so excited to have lunch out for a while. For a while, isn't it nice? It's not often you get to sit down to lunch with someone in the city you love whose talent stands right on the sidewalks you walk by every day. Chicago is the great American city. It is a city of reinvention after the Chicago fire. It is a cultural crossroads in the middle of the country with 70 plus neighborhoods and a spectacular skyline. It's one of those large cities with a small town feel where there's passion for sports, food, culture, and history. Of course, Chicago's most known for its deep dish pizza, but today we're stepping it up a few notches at one of the city's most elevated French restaurants, Brandy. So first of all, thank you for bringing me to this gorgeous restaurant. It is stunning. Uh, you're welcome, but I'm also very excited to be back dining in a restaurant oh, isn't of it this nice? level, yes. Yes. Nice doesn't do Brandy justice. This restaurant is upscale. I call it a upmarket restaurant, a gem, a jewel box of a restaurant that showcases style. Acclaimed chef Carrie Nahabedian and her cousin Michael Nahabedian are no strangers to the Chicago restaurant scene. They are 21 years into this business together, earning Michelin stars and James Beard awards for their first restaurant, Naha, a Chicago dining institution. I mean, if you're Greek, you come out of the womb in the restaurant business. Yeah, we don't know any other way. My cousin's a maniac at the kitchen, so she runs a cooler great, but we're in it together, you know? I hate boring food, and I like that every time that you have layers of flavor, layers of texture. Brandy, a French word for twig or branch, signifies new growth or the beginning of something new, which is exactly what these cousins were looking for. I remember having the conversation with my father, my late father, and he was like, oh, you just finished everything at Naha, you've accomplished everything there, the Michelin, the, the awards, everything, and now you're diving right back into the deep end of the pool again. And I said, we still have more to say. This is elevated French dining at its very best. The swanky Parisian-styled restaurant not only uses indulgent ingredients in their menu, but also incorporates artistry and design into their dishes. Sometimes you just want to be all dressed up and have a great night on a Wednesday and not always a Friday night and not always a Saturday night. And it makes you feel so comfortable. You're in a luxurious surrounding, but you're not intimidated. Today, we are certainly in for a treat starting off with a carrot salad. It is a summer salad with young carrots roasted with aniseed, white truffle honey, crisp kale, strawberries, blackberries, Roquefort cheese, and rosemary spice cashews. And that's just the beginning. For our main course, we're indulging in tarte tatane, a French favorite with upside down gold potatoes, petite basque, truffles, and onion soubise, and herbs de Provence all on a salad of pea shoots, shaved radishes, and blueberries. I'm learning about Jeannie Gang, who just added another skyscraper to her portfolio. This one, the tallest tower ever designed by a woman. I'm fascinated to hear of all the restaurants in Chicago. Why did you choose this restaurant? 
I missed it, you know, over, over the last year and a half. And um, I also really admire the chef. She's always taking care of me when I brought clients here because she can make anything vegetarian taste amazing. Mm. Very complex tastes and it's very original. You mentioned your love of trees. And yeah. the first thing you notice when you walk into this restaurant are the beautiful branches yes. around you. And looking up at the trees and the structure of trees, and it just makes me calm. I love trees and I've studied them, learned a lot about them, especially in the last year. And trees are such a good model for everything, like thinking about how they support the branches and and how the leaves bring in light and new life. <laughs> you grew up in Belvedere, Illinois. Tell me a little bit about what, what it was like to grow up in Belvedere and really what you were like as a child. It's a small town and um, my father was a engineer and civil engineer for the county, doing all the roads and bridges. And so I just grew up really connecting to that community, but also the outdoors and and then my mom, of course, was a Girl Scout troop leader, and she introduced me to, you know, camping in the wilderness. And um, so, yeah, I spent a lot of time just in the outdoors, making a treehouse, <laughs> things like that. So yes. you were you were creating and constructing buildings, treehouses, <laughs> when you were a child. Yeah, definitely create things, even making houses out of like a pile of snow, you know, to have fun. My mom would boil some water on the stove and then I would take it out and carve holes into the snow pile <laughs> for, for a fort. Like to make igloos, yeah. sort of? People always think you have to come from a big city to, to, to reach status and to reach such success. And really, thank you. Being from a small town can be an enormous advantage when you don't have a lot to work with, you create it on your own. Yes, that's true. Mind you, I wasn't that far away from Chicago, so we got to take trips here as, you know, growing up to go to the museums and see the architecture, the tall skyscrapers. And What was the first building that you really took note, notice of? I remember seeing the Art Institute and just being pretty impressed by everything. The Hancock Building, we would go up to the top of that and that's really an adventure. And see the view, yeah, which is so spectacular. The verticality, because Chicago is so, it's a flat um, geography. And so it's almost like the tall buildings are the landscape for the city. It's like a mountain range. At what point in your early career did you know you really had an aptitude for this field? For architecture, for me, it was so natural because just being good in science and in math and then art and really spending time creating things. So that's what I like to do. And, and it just combined those things so perfectly. I'm going to take a taste of yeah. this amuse-bouche here. Okay. It looks like it is a, a slightly fried potato. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Mmm. It's like a fried mashed potato. Mm -hmm. It's delicious. So there wasn't like an initial project that you were on, you know, right at the beginning where you felt like, gosh, this is what I want to do. I think it was really when I went and visited Paris as mm. a student mm. that I said, you know, and I saw for the first time old, older cities and how architecture is so important for creating the, the atmosphere of the city. Then I was really falling in love. Jeannie traveled to Paris during her college career, and it was this gorgeous, stunningly romantic city and the one-of-a-kind architecture that captured her heart and helped to inform how she sees the world. Having a lecture 
in front of Notre Dame mm. about the building mm -hmm. in the space. It was just magical. Yeah, magical. <laughs> yeah. What were the early days of being an architect, especially a woman, hmm. uh, like for you? There were always people that said, you shouldn't do that, or, you know, you can't do that. Not my parents, they always supported me, but, you know, like when people say that, it makes you want to do it more, so. Mm. <laughs> so, um, so you did get that. You got a lot of, you can't do that, and. Here and there, yes, and it was just enough. Today, almost half of all students of architecture are women a stark contrast from the early 70s, before Title IX, when gender discrimination in colleges stopped many women from going into fields like architecture. Even now, Jeannie Gang is one of just 17% of registered architects who are female. And she isn't just an architect, she runs her company. Jeannie is the founding principal of Studio Gang, an architecture and urban design studio with offices in Chicago, New York, San Francisco, and Paris. Studio Gang has projects ranging from cultural centers, like the American Museum of Natural History, to public projects like the new Global Terminal at O'Hare Airport, to mixed-use towers and public parks. She's written three books on architecture, and in 2019 was named one of Time's most influential people. We'll have more on this conversation in just a minute. But first, thank you to our sponsors. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. To Dine For the Podcast is brought to you by American National, offering a broad suite of insurance solutions to protect what matters most to you. There's a funny thing about most insurance commercials, whether they feature lizards or birds or funny cartoon characters. It seems like they want you to think about anything but insurance. American National, on the other hand, has real local agents who get to know you so they can help you reach better decisions about your insurance to make sure you're protecting what matters most to you. American National agents are part of your community. They're your neighbors. So whether it's solutions for your home, your small business, your farm or your life, you can count on your local American National agent to make sure you get the discounts you deserve and the protection you need without paying for extras you don't. With American National, you get an ally, not just a web page. For a description of the American National companies, the products they write in the states in which they're licensed, visit AmericanNational.com dine. I live in Chicago, and right about now, the leaves are falling and so are the temperatures. This makes me want to grab a glass of red, find a fire pit, and a cozy sweater. If you are looking for a wine recommendation, may I suggest the 2018 Hannah Cabernet from Sonoma County. If you prefer white wine, the 2021 Hannah Chardonnay is a great option. 
This female-led winery offers absolutely delicious options for your fall table. Great pairing with more savory dishes or to share a bottle with friends. Hannah Winery brings the rich and unique terroir of Sonoma County right to your home in every glass. Cheers, everyone. Now back to our conversation. That looks amazing. Oh, this is the carrot salad. It looks spectacular. It looks like a work of art, doesn't it? It it does. And the color is amazing, Yeah, so beautiful. Wow, bon appetit. Bon appetit (laughs) is right. Can we talk about aqua? That would be nice. (laughs) I'll drink some aqua. Start from the beginning. Mm. Where did you, what was the inspiration for that particular building? And how did you begin in in creating it? I met the developer, Jim Lohenberg. And then he asked me if I wanted to come by his office and talk about some work doing on this big project that he's working on. And I said, sure. I thought I was uh, just interviewing for, you know, some smaller project. And then he showed me what it was, and it was to design one of the towers. And I thought, wow, I'd never have done a tower before, but um, I have some ideas. He said, you know, let's just let's just get started. And he just gave me a shot at it. Mm. Did you have it in your mind that you would want to create the tallest building in the world? No. Or I mean, was that part of it? Or? <laughs> no, well, the thing was, he, he said, um, how much time do you need for the research? And I said, could I have like um, four weeks? And he said, um, I'll give you one week. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> I made two ideas. Um, He came over to see them, two um, different approaches to the high-rise built models. You know, this is with my studio, my whole team working on it, and he immediately knew which one he liked. Jeannie's vision for Aqua was to maximize the view and shade by designing unevenly distended concrete balconies on each floor, creating a rippling effect like water. When it was finished, the building was designed to 859 feet And in 2010, this was the tallest structure designed by a female-led firm in the world. The balconies are undulating and it looks like waves. And it is very distinctive on the Chicago skyline. And (laughs) it is forever a part of the city. And was that legacy part of the design? The fact that it would be such a really an iconic building in Chicago? I took it very seriously about like adding such a large, tall building to the skyline. But I wasn't thinking about legacy or I wanted it just to be a good work of architecture. You weren't thinking this is going to be the tallest building made by a female architect? No, (laughs) no, it was just working on design. How can it be interesting? How can it be good for the people who live there, but also for the pedestrians walking by on the street that don't get to live there? And I was really thinking about how people feel when they would see it around a corner or something like that. I think all buildings, you know, they participate both for the people who are taking part of it inside, but also that, you know, how does it give something back to the city? Were you surprised at how celebrated it was, how much attention you got personally and how much the building got? Kind of, yes. Were you? (laughs) It wasn't a surprise of your career? Well, it's always that you don't know if it's actually going to happen also because there's, um, you know, so many factors that go into a tall building, financing, what could happen in, during and in the economy, which it did toward the very end. Mm-hmm. 
But when it first started going up, when it was about 10 or 15 floors, that's when I knew it was going to be so good. I was then... You got excited. Really, You're like, yeah, this is I, good. Like, this is really working and yes. it's really going to be good. Aqua is just one of so many impressive buildings Jeannie and Studio Gang have designed. Their portfolio is broad, including the Arkansas Museum of Fine Arts, the University of Chicago Center in Paris, and Tom Lee Park in Memphis, to name a few. And then there's the St. Regis in Chicago. When it's finished, it will stand 101 stories, the third tallest building in Chicago and the tallest building in the world by a female architect in a female-led architecture firm. With its three interlocking towers, this hotel and residential development is a showstopper. Each level is set back five inches, and then every 12 stories, the process is reversed. What makes it even more unique, you can walk right through the base. What does that feel like when, when your idea that you've been thinking about researching and it, talking with your studio gang yeah, and putting yeah. it together and then you see it? What is that like? It's like hitting it out of the park. You know what I mean? Not to be like bragging about it. You just, did. I mean, I, don't I, you, <laughs> you knocked it out of the park. That is exactly what we wanted it to be. And yeah. it is becoming and it was a lot of hard work, you know, years of design going into that. It doesn't just start taking shape without all this engineering and hard work and architect and considering every detail when it finally is there when it it's works like it's worth, good it's worth it yeah, yeah. <laughs> difficult times i've found are really what determine mm. the trajectory of our career and our lives mm -hmm. and it's the tough times that really and how we react to them mm. that really ultimately end up determining our path i'm just wondering can you take me to a, a tough moment 2008 the financial crisis the first thing people did was stop construction and stop planning buildings. It was a really, really uh, immediate. Was that during Aqua? The developer told me if, if we would have started one month later in the construction, this would have been stopped. Oh. But it was just, you know, far enough along that it made it through. Oh, wow. You can smell the caramelized onions. This is the tart tatin. Mm. And wow. it looks spectacular. It does. Wow, it looks great. And mushrooms and blueberries. Mm. and shavings of truffle. Wow. It looks, it's, it's a work of art. This, this is your favorite <laughs> it restaurant. It actually looks like a building. But it a does. Way, How does this kind of creativity inform your own work? Well, I, I'm a really big fan of craft and how things are put together and made and how they are, everything from the ingredients, like what we work with in architecture to like that, final details of this and this experience that is sensory and so yes it's, it's, the smell yeah, the it, sight the a visual it, how it's put on the plate yes yeah so it's kind of a mini version of, of making a building yes special we always tell kids to follow their passion right mm -hmm. to, to kind of get a sense of what they're good at and go after it and what i'm hearing from this conversation with you is that one path wasn't enough. It wasn't mm -hmm. enough that you were just good at mathematics. Mm -hmm. It wasn't enough that you liked to build things, whether it was a fort mm -hmm. or uh, something with <laughs> the snow castle. and ice and a nice <laughs> castle, that you combined mm -hmm. all of your interests for this career. So mm -hmm. sometimes it's okay to be really good at two what seemingly divergent paths. It, I think that's a good point, but also just to realize you can design your own career because the, the model for what an architect was supposed to be, it, it didn't, 
exactly fit me, like the, the way that it was set up. And I just followed what I was interested in. So nature and, you know, materials and um, people and habitats. And architecture is just like a medium for doing what I feel I need to do and want to do in my environment. After the career that you've had yeah. up to this moment, yeah. where do you love to walk around? What city in the mm. world or what place do you just adore? Well, it takes me back to Paris, I guess, again, where, you know, I still love that city. We now have offices in my favorite cities, Chicago, New York, San Francisco, and Paris. <laughs> so it all goes back to Chicago. You're saying you have literally been around the world and created it, buildings around the world, but still, Chicago it, and the Chicago skyline is one of your favorites. It's Chicago's skyline and it's Chicago's like outer edges where, you know, it was once a, a, a swamp and it, it was just the river and it's not a very old city, you know, and so it's like the skyline and the, the place itself, which is really embedded in my mind. It's almost like a muse, you know, um, I use the city to think through things yeah. that sometimes can apply to other cities or, you know, give you a different outlook on other cities. Oh my goodness. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Lemon custard and strawberry. Oh, that is absolutely spectacular. Oh, <laughs> wow. Wow. It's a, it's a tower. Uh, I think they were inspired and, and also matching yeah. your love of architecture with mm -hmm. their own love of architecture. How can you make something that thin and structural? Yes. I need to touch it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. But that's very strong material. Yeah. See what I mean? <laughs> See, that's what you're looking at. I love it. I'm just looking at, let's dive in. I want to break it because a lot of times you learn about materials from breaking them. Do it. More, let's okay. do it, Jeannie. All right. Well, all right. I'll you do go for this. it. All right. We're going to do like this. We're going to put it in bending. Okay. Okay. So there's some, yeah, there's a little flexibility yes. there. And it's... And it's sticky. And you can is... see the other part fold when that piece went down. <laughs> <laughs> this is turning into an architecture lesson, <laughs> our dessert. <laughs> oh, that is so beautiful. Wow. Yeah. Okay. okay. Now we can eat. Now we can mm -hmm. eat. Wow. Oh. This is amazing. So are you thinking about legacy when you build buildings or is, does that not even enter into your thought oh. as you lead a studio gang and think about your legacy as an architect? Well, um, to the extent that any building is a legacy and it, 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 you know, we would be better off if our buildings lasted longer, all of our buildings lasted longer. It's really a waste if they just get, right. you know, torn down so fast. So yes, to be enduring, yes, to be significant, but not to the extent that I'm afraid to experiment mm -hmm. and fail. So. so when people hear the name Jeannie Gang, what do you want them to think? Architect is a great architect, hopefully. Someone who's very passionate about environment and sustainability and, and, and equity um, and thinks about things differently for the benefit of all, I hope. That meal is a tough act to follow, but just a few miles from our lunch is one of Studio Gang's projects that really highlights Jeannie's passion for the environment. It's not a skyscraper or cultural center, it's the Nature Boardwalk at the Lincoln Park Zoo. Studio Gang redesigned the century-old public space in 2010, increasing the depth of the pond for wildlife and adding the unique Honeycomb Pavilion, the perfect spot to take in nature and the city at the same time. 
This is just so beautiful. It's almost like you put a picture frame around the city of Chicago. Yeah, it really, it is about setting a relationship between the city and this nature, which is really biodiverse nature, as you can tell all around you, and, and seeing how close you can get the two together. It looks like a honeycomb. The honeycomb pavilion, yeah. Really made of bent wood lamellas, curving in two directions. These uh, pieces were all prefabricated, and it was all installed in about five days. Oh, wow. Yeah. The whole idea of this place was to, you build it and they will come. And then not, <laughs> not just people, but the animals. So yes. the habitat, making the right attractive things to, to draw um, insects, pollinators, birds, bats, bees, and, and mammals too. And yeah. to have this setting right here, so close to the downtown skyline is amazing. I call it also like a zoo without cages. Mm. <laughs> the, the animals are voluntarily coming and then people are here too and learning and, and being engaged with their environment. It's really, it's, it's an incredible place in Chicago. Thank you for <laughs> creating it. Really, I, as a citizen of I Chicago. I just did the first step, but <laughs> I think everyone else did the rest. What a meal in Chicago with Jeannie Gang. Jeannie is a testament to what is possible with hard work, talent, and insatiable curiosity. She listens carefully and cares deeply about the environment and the world around her, and then lets that passion inform her work profoundly. She's a study, and not letting gender, or the way things have always been done, affect the way she envisions the future. Soft-spoken and humble, make no mistake, Jeannie is a towering force. As real and as imposing as the skyscraper she creates, is the legacy she is leaving on modern-day architecture. Thanks for listening to To Dine For, the podcast. For more information on the show, the guests, and the podcast, head to todinefortv.com. You can find us on Instagram at todinefortv and Facebook at To Dine For with Kate Sullivan. Thanks to the sponsors of To Dine For, the podcast, American National, Lovatsa, and Terlato Wine Group. Special thank you to producer and sound editor John Golmer. To the loyal followers of this program, cheers, stay hungry, and stay inspired. I'll see you back at the table soon. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.